You like the hat, Mike? Oh yeah. So we're going, so we're live right now, but what dad was just talking about was he, I mean, dad, just talk about it. No, I, I don't know if I mentioned yesterday, NIO was one name I was playing to the short side. This is that uh, Chinese electric car company, which is already worth almost as much as Ford in market cap, but they only produce about 20,000 cars. And the stock has just gone through the roof every day for the last week. For the last more than a week. It seems like, uh, you know, the big move was within the last week. But um, I'm short and wrong. I covered most of my short. Stock's up another dollar today. My first, my gut tells me to short more, but I'm going to wait at least, at least till after the show. You just need me to short it and then it'll go to shit. I haven't shorted a stock before, so maybe I'll start today. I don't think you want to start with that one. I was talking to my friend Mitch and he shorted a stock from like $5. He told me it's 80. He says he doesn't know what to do. I think he should stay in real estate. He still hasn't covered it? No, he, he actually shorted more at 50. Oh, man. What stock is that? I don't even remember the symbol. What's the difference? They're all the same. Yeah. Like that. So I, I closed out my plug short at like 875 and then reopened it at nine. I was actually pretty pumped to see it get all the way up to nine because I wanted to get back in. For a little, I got a little worried because it looked like maybe it wanted to plow through. But then I thought it was pretty important that it closed under nine. I think that was a, bit, a, a good thing if you're a short seller of plug. Yeah, I'm still short a little bit. I covered most of my short yesterday on the way down. I want to get back in plug if it dips more. I don't think I would get back in plug till it's well under eight. Yeah, no, I'm saying if it's in the 750 range, I'm looking at that as a buy again. Yeah. I'm kind of done with buying plug. I, I, I really liked that name when we first started talking about it. It, it, was like great. It, was, it was, yeah, trading, you know, under five for a while. And it seems like it was a stock. Low. Nobody was aware of it. That, no one was talking about it. Yeah. Now it just seems like it's crazy. I mean, yesterday kind of felt like it was, you know, a nerve wracking day. Dad, have you ever seen a market like this where the NASDAQ just is so separated from the S&P and Dow? Yeah, I think that's similar to what was going on in, uh, you know, 99 to a certain extent. But the valuations were much more ridiculous than they are now at that time. So, no, I mean, this looks completely new and different. There's always another look to it. But the market's, uh, you know, it feels scary. It's probably okay. good time to buy then. Hmm? Good time to buy then. Well, I think when dad says it feels scary, to me, it feels like it's going back and forth aggressively right before it's either, you know, it's going to pop when this all this stuff on the virus, actually, when people start acting logically, when they read and look at data and do math, this well, yeah, way up. Yeah, but what's scary about the virus is Hong Kong just decided they're not going to open the schools and they only have they have less than 50 cases. Dad, why do you think that is? Come on. This is not this has nothing to do with the virus at all, at all. 
If this was 2021, with that not being an election year, I guarantee you that would not be happening. No, I just said Hong Kong. What is that? Yeah, no, I know. I'm I'm talking about Hong Kong. You don't think that's related? No. Come on. Not not Tower. I I went hard into the data yesterday. This thing is absolutely asinine, the way this has been covered the last couple of weeks. There are very few respiratory next level deaths and sicknesses going on in the country here. I'm so sick of seeing people posting about all these upticks on Instagram and all these things. It's ludicrous because it's false, literally false. It's fake news. It's not real. There's upticks in a ton of mild cases and the hospitalizations are all bogus. If you look at this, it's awful. Regardless of that, I think- No, it's scaring the market. That's why a lot of this stuff to me is short-term crap. It's not- it almost where, where it's scary is it almost seems like it's trying to scare the market and the market is trying to decide if it's scared and it hasn't quite had that moment where it's like, Oh shit. It hasn't, nor should it. But there should quiet, be a not shit moment. But yeah. quietly, maybe not so quietly. There's a couple of sectors that are heading pretty close to their lows from uh, when we were in March. So which ones? Well, the airlines, if you look at some of the prices, um, Spirit's gone down from 25 to 15 area. Oh, I wow. hate that company. No, but I mean, if you look at all the airlines, they've all had similar moves in the last few weeks. And the banks, they never really had that big pop like the airlines did. And they've just been drifting for uh, weeks. It's interesting because I know you guys know I follow, I'm a subscriber on Kramer's uh, action charity uh, trust fund where he'll send out notifications anytime he makes any moves in his trust fund. And yesterday he sent out, like he's always been a holder of JP Morgan, but yesterday they bought more and moved it into like their one grade buy rating, which means they're looking at it as a buy. And his thought process was next week you'll, you'll see them report their earnings and he thinks it'll be not as bad as feared. And he looks at it like getting paid a 4% dividend, which I don't see them removing just to wait for the news and the narrative to get a little bit positive. So he, and don't get me wrong. He looks at the financial sector is in a lot of trouble, but I think he looks at JP Morgan and Goldman Sachs, there's two companies that might be positions to kind of weather that storm, whether or not. I hope he's right, because those are my two biggest uh, financial positions, Coleman and JP Morgan. Um, the one thing you have to remember with these banks, they don't they're not able to do buybacks right now. And that really changes the way their balance sheet looks. And um, I think a lot of people are trying to get their arms around that. And there's people talking that the banks are almost nationalized and that they have to abide by all these government rules that and they're not running their companies the way they want to run the companies. And that's always a scary thought. You know, they tried that and have done it in Europe where banks are nationalized, basically owned by the government. So I don't that's not going to happen here, but. You know, when they so bank- you guys know how I love Bitcoin so much. All hearing this, I just it's I'm probably gonna buy more when we get off. I bought some Tezos actually earlier. What's yeah, that? A couple of days ago. Is that one of the cryptos, Mike? 
It, it basically is linked to Bitcoin success with the blockchain. It's its own network and it's... Uh, I mean, to me, it's interesting that the precious metals are what's moving and Bitcoin seems to just be treading water. I feel like this it's is very the- it's very good for it. That means it's on. It's about to pop. I'm telling you, that is such a good thing for Bitcoin. I love hearing all the negativity that comes out on it because it just makes me more pumped. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I haven't really heard a lot just in general, negativity or positivity. Yeah, pull up on Match, because that's the one I have my eye on today. Uh, MTCH. I, I think when you look at that company from this pandemic, the way dating has changed, I'm, I personally have been on those, you know, Tinders, Bumble, the way they've kind of transformed getting into video testing. I think this is a great value right now. It's come down a bit. And it's not trading much higher than it was pre-pandemic. And when you think of the usage on these apps and who they actually own and their subscription models and what they're getting into and how Facebook has gotten out of dating, that was the initial concern as a competition for them. They're not getting any legit competition. I know they don't own Bumble, but I, I think this is a stock to keep your eye on that has a lot more room to run. Yeah, I mean, Mike, we were big on this stock all the way back in, I want to say, 2017 when it was... Yeah, in the 30-40 range. Yeah, we've made some good money on this stock. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I love Match in terms of what their stock is and what the future is of that entire industry. I think it briefly crossed over 100, which is always a huge milestone for a stock. And yeah. I, could, I could see it kind of being below these levels until it gets that next wave of momentum. But once it settles above a hundred, you would think it kind of brings it into that whole new trading. I'll tell you what I love about it. They've started since, you know, everyone was locked down. You see people on there going into travel mode with like passport mode where you you're matching with people across the world. And I think that's going to take that on a whole nother wavelength for their profitability and revenue when you think about it. When you have, you know, certain people looking at dating differently where there are certain people in the world culturally, like if you look at Japan, they look at dating way differently than America. And you're seeing, uh, say, a girl in Japan matches with a guy in South America. They might be content never meeting but they're paying a fee ongoing to be connected. So I, I think where the world's heading with globalization and interconnectivity, this is a major winner in that. In Bob, the thoughts on the chart? Yeah, I mean, it, it's gonna be one of these momentum stocks that looks like it's trying to find the level to take off again. I mean, you're always fearful that something else comes out or I, I never, Dad, I'm not fearful of that. I always hear these things. When when other things come out, something dips off of a fear, and then it's a great yeah. time to get in. Well, you know, we, I always talk about the gorilla in the group. This is the gorilla in this group, right? For this, sure. This well, remember is, when Facebook came out with a dating feature and this stock tanks for no reason? And where's Facebook and dating? Gone. Yeah. No, I mean, that this is obviously the strongest one. I, I just punched in meat because I haven't punched it in a long time. M E E T, which is another one of these sites. Punch it in, Dan. I don't know if there was some merger, but the stock looks like 
the graph is just a flat line. Neat. Well, I've never even heard of this. Yeah, go and look at a, a year chart. It looks like it died. There's like, literally like just zero volume on this. Yeah, stock. I would not go near that. Yeah, look at the movement in the stock. It hasn't moved at all. That's because everyone's on match. No, there must be some merger that took place there. I don't know. Something's weird about that chart. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that is weird. But no, like I think match is the play in the dating space. There's no, it's not even in, like, there's no one, the, the gorilla in the room, there's no bananas in the room. It's just the gorilla. Look, right now, it looks like the futures are trying to come alive a little. Europe. Yeah, I don't know what happened. The market just rallied 100 Maybe there's news on this virus being what it actually is. Maybe people are starting to do some math. I mean, Mike, you, you got to stop with the whole conspiracy talk. Yeah, and it's not a conspiracy theory. When you look at how many people are next level sick, like the initial outbreak, I'm not. Yeah, it doesn't, I'm it not doesn't really matter. matter. Like, it's not like people all of a sudden are going to be like, this is all fake. No, like, it's not. I don't care about people at all. I care about the stock market in this situation. I'm talking about the, the street op waking up to realizing, oh, they're like you were saying earlier, they're waiting to see, is this bad or not? Maybe that's what this is. I think when you got guys like Jim Cramer that like refused to do anything because of his level of fear towards this pandemic, probably because he's got a lot of really close, you know, professional friends that are in the medical field and different things that are giving him like one-on-one -on -one advice. It's tough to have the whole market just kind of push this to the side when like all the big personalities are. Well, yeah, it's because of the election year. That's why that is. That's, 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 why that's big market. I don't think it, the virus itself has nothing to do with the election. The yeah, way not the virus itself. It's the, the media portrayal of how bad this virus is, is what's going on. When you yeah, look at well, all the, the, virus, the virus is bad. That's, that's a given. It's yeah, bad. It more, young, more young people are getting it now because they've been the ones to go out and uh, yeah. And when you look at what's happening, it's Dan and Danny situations. Yeah, except that causes the people that really have a lot of money, that next age level up, to stay home more, and that's what the market's concerned about when you look at it from a market point of view. No, I I understand that. I'm just yeah. look at look at when. I mean, they're closing. Now they have to close the restaurants only back to takeout in uh, Las Vegas. And what is that going to do? That's going to create people saying, I'm not going to Vegas. You know, even the young people. So hence match match is a great buy. People are on their phones swiping. Well, you know, that could be. But I mean, the point is this virus until you get the vaccine is going to continue to create havoc. It's going to create havoc until the election. And then we're going to miraculously either have a vaccine or we're going to see that this is, you're going to just see it. I see how this works now. I've stepped back and I see how it, the game works. And I'm not a fan, but it is what it is. That's the one. No, I mean, listen, there is definitely something to the way the politics is playing into this. Something? Dad, come on. Well, I mean, let's face it. There should be masks on everybody. And... The narrative is, has gotten to the point where it's become a political issue, whether you wear a mask or not. That's ridiculous. Yeah, Russia, they're creating a civil war in the country. In Englewood, Colorado, you could go to jail for a year now if you don't wear a mask outside. So it sounds like we're turning into Russia. We're not a democracy. I also think, like, I'm not Fine sure what you're saying about that, but to just go back to what I was saying really quick, like most of the big 
market personalities on TV, even though they don't necessarily publicly talk about it, they want Trump to be reelected. They're money guys. They don't want high corporate taxes. It's not like these guys are sending a message hoping that that's going to then bring Trump out of office. It's you can kind of look up all their individual beliefs. Most of the guys you see that are, you know, on CNBC raving about this pandemic, they actually are Trump supporters. They won't flat out say it, but it's not hard to like read between the lines and see. No, I, I think they've been spooked by the narrative. I don't think they're blatantly trying to do anything with the, what they're saying. I think they're actually scared of what's been told. Like, well, exactly. And that, and that's where- It's kind of surprising to me though, for such high level thinkers, you would think people would start actually looking at the numbers more and thinking about that. Well, but yeah, I, but, you know, their concern, Mike, about the hospital capacity. And even with mainly young people getting sick, the hospital numbers are definitely going up. More people are getting hospitalized. So that, play, that's a concern. I played golf yesterday at, in the afternoon with um, this guy and his son. And the guy was a doctor in Charleston. And he said it's like the hospitals right now are just an absolute disaster. And this is about to turn into just a like disaster it. as in what people are there. But what I want to know is what level of like is going on with the he rest said of that he said that it's bad, like people that are in the hospital with respiratory issues because of coronavirus, like it, it's spiking and it's not like good situations. That he's I, I've been hearing a lot of different things from well, that. No, I mean, that's what you've been hearing from the doctors, though. I, I've been hearing things from other doctors too on a different level though. That's where I'm not, I, I don't really understand what all this is. I mean, look, everyone's saying something different. I'm hopefully waiting to hear today that I got my coronavirus test back and that I'm now negative because I'm coming, I'm flying to Colorado Monday. And well, yeah, I, yeah. so, you know, we'll see what happens there. But anyway, back to the markets here. Um, <laughs> Gillette presents data and future improves on yeah. So there was just positive vaccine news. That's Gilead. Not Gilead. Any anytime the uh, market looks like it's about to take a nosedive, it seems like there's some sort of vaccine news that comes out that sends it into gear. But in saying that, maybe it's a fake out. Like if, if there's actually a positive headline, you want to see the market turn positive and actually rally. Right now, it went from being negative to a little less negative. I'd, I'd love to see it actually plowed through here. I mean, Dad, what are you looking at? Well, you know, I'm looking at stocks that were really strong yesterday. And if they're down today, I think those are interesting uh, stocks to play. One of them is AMD, if you want to punch that in. That stock had a huge run uh, yesterday. And I noticed it was off this morning. Um, it's only off about 30 cents. If you could punch that uh, in, Danny. Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. Sure. Um, that stock to me looks like it's going to make a new high. It's tried a couple of times and failed. And this time it feels like it's real. This, um, just to add a quick comment on this, this is another stock that Kramer in his charity trust fund just bought for the first time about a week ago. And oh. then like two days ago, sent out another message saying he was buying even more because he didn't feel like it was getting the level of respect that it deserves. Do so, a one-year chart on this. I think you got a different chart on it. Yeah, here's the one year. that stock. So you could see you could see all the tops. At 55. Yeah. 
And it feels like that's going to become the new base of that stock. And Man. maybe it marches into the 60s and 70s. Beautiful. Mike, you own that stock? Yep. I, I, do, I do not own it. I'm looking for an entry point. Maybe I've been in that since 48. Yeah, what about Micron? I know I asked you about this before. This is a stock mm. that's been kind of treading neutral that I own a little bit of. I'm trying to decide if I stick with it or dump it and get into something that's moving, even though the stock looks like it's got a lot of movement. At least yeah, I, it feels like it's uh, – this is one of these things if you buy it, you want to have a stop loss in because it's at a nice trend upward. You could see that move from uh, – April on, it's had higher lows, and it looks like a good level to get in, right around 49 to 49 and a half area. Man, you should definitely not get rid of that. That thing's going to double. But I would have a, a very tight stop loss on that thing because it could fall back down to the low 40s if it breaks. If it breaks, what, what levels are you talking about? I would say if it breaks um, 48. Yeah, it's, you know, I'm, I'm not annoyed, but it always sucks when you're in names that just are kind of stuck. And this is definitely one of them for me. Another one that I don't even want to say is stuck. It's this pretty, one sucks. I might be I getting know. out of this today and just cutting my losses. I, well, I'm not much anyway and realize gain. Yesterday was uh, not a good day for this stock. That's for sure. And they should just go under and call it quits. It's this, got this stock looks like uh, the bank stocks. I mean, you're basically this. I think this stock's been going down because people just think there's going to be less restaurants, and that's their business, right? Yeah, I mean, look, there's a lot of clearly that's going to be the case. I don't I mean, see where the winner is here. I will say there's been a lot of insider buying on this stock, and usually and that's going down. <laughs> insider buying. But based on, um, to just say something about the insider buying things, you guys see there was a report that came out with HPQ that their sales have absolutely exploded during this pandemic. I don't know why their stock isn't really moving. I, I don't know what's going on with that. I know they didn't actually report earnings, but apparently there's been like a huge surge in their business. Even in the Bloomberg email, that I get sent each morning, they even brought it up. There's been like a lot of press releases in the last 24 hours about HPQ and how they've seen a huge surge in their product because of the at-home offices that people are setting up. And, you know, that was a stock that their CEO loaded up on, I think about a month and a half ago. So, you know, I still kind of think I, I own a decent amount because when I saw the CEO bought it for the first time in his life, I figured he knew something. So I jumped in on it and I'm still waiting for that stock to maybe pop, maybe not. Let's see what it's doing today. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad chart. It just, um, you know, it's got a lot of work to do to get going. That's about it. You could say about that. It needs, it needs some sort of spike to get going. Good earnings would help. Yeah, which I good earnings would help, and it's weird because it kind of seems like they almost put out a earnings report that, even though it wasn't their earnings, just how big they've spiked in sales. So I thought their stock was going to move when I saw it, but it's completely flat. So we'll see what happens there. 
Just looking back at the futures here. Plug under 890. That's good to see. I want to see this stock just fold over. Um, <laughs> yeah, and there was more news on Tesla. We talked about Tesla. They got a patent on a, you know some some battery, the some part of a battery, and um, they're just surging almost every day. It's amazing. What are they at right now? Uh, a third fourteen hundred, right at fourteen hundred. Got you. Yeah, I saw this morning an article that said that there's like over twenty billion dollars in short interest right now on Tesla which you know that tells me that that stock's going way higher i know i was on here a couple days ago saying that i thought tesla at 1400 might be a good short but when there's 20 billion dollars of shorts out there i don't know yeah i would not that guy i don't know what these people keep doing they're killing themselves i mean the stock is uh trading as if Elon Musk is going to live to be 150. He, I mean, I'm sure he will. It's Elon Musk. He's already figured out things no one knows about. What are you kidding? Yeah, but that's how much uh, stuff is underneath that stock. I mean, yeah. can you blame them, though? That guy does things on another level where everyone's like, like you heard Mr. Wonderful even come out and say, I would never have invested in Tesla. I thought it was crazy. So when what he happens if he, tomorrow the headline is Elon Musk resigns? Goes to 200. <laughs> I don't, that's not going to happen. Yeah. I've been hearing that for a decade. He seems like he's really into it. Yeah. Like, of he is. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he has any interest in giving it up. I don't he's know why. He dark. I mean, he's, I, he's the modern day Iron Man. Of course. Well, you know, what's interesting. There's always uh, over the years, there's been companies where the head guy seems to be the entire company and what happens if he resigns and you look back and Bill Gates resigns, hardly affected the company. Yeah, Steve Jobs. Same thing. Um, there was this one guy, Armin Hammer, who ran Occidental Petroleum. And the belief was when he was gone, the, the stock would explode upward because of you know, the way that the uh, stock was held. I think the guy lived to be like 100. So people were waiting for that for a couple of decades. But um, I think there's a reaction to when someone is out of a company and it's overrated, but this is a different situation. Definitely feels like he is the company. Bob, are you uh, shaking in your boots at all over NIO? It seems like it's spiking pretty hard pre-market here. Yeah, it's uh, pretty scary. I think, um, I might try selling another thousand if it goes back up to fifteen ninety, and then cover the whole thing at sixteen twenty, and call it a day. And just so the viewers know, when he says sell a little bit, he means sell short. He's playing it on the downside, which I don't. I don't think it's a bad idea if the wind comes out of those sales. It's any you know. day this company will announce a stock offering. There's no doubt in my mind. Last night they announced a one and a half billion dollar uh, credit line. So they're raising money and with the stock going higher and higher, they must be just salivating to do a stock offering. I'm sure they are. Yeah. How about Boeing here? Are we looking at a good entry point again? It's like the airlines, Mike. It's gonna be good, but when? 
But it's also a defense stock. So it's not just the airlines. Well, that's the other problem, because if Biden wins, defense is usually a negative when the Democrats are in. So I think people are thinking about that in the back of their minds. So I'm staying away from I'm glad I got out at 185. I finally timed that right. I'm having said that if this stock gets back down to 160, I'm going to um, average down. I'm, I'm looking at my mind a little bit right now. What? I'm looking for my, sorry. Uh, I was going to say, I'm just, I'm looking for my day trading stock of the day here. I know I'm short plug and I'm hoping to get in and out of that. I've had a lot of fun with Pinterest these last couple of days and it'll be interesting to see what that does today. It's kind of moves with the NASDAQ. We lost you now. No, I was saying I, I'm trying to figure out what stock to possibly day trade today. I was saying the last two days I've been pretty active with moving in and out of Pinterest, and I've done well with that. I'm really just going to be watching the futures, and if the NASDAQ starts to look like it wants to rally again, I'll probably get back into messing around with Pinterest. Cause that's you, can never, you can never go wrong just buying BABA on any kind of rally, and it's going to – Seriously, you probably made a quick five, six points if you get, you know, catch it on the upswing. And that goes for Microsoft and Apple. Those are easy stocks when NASDAQ starts turning north to make a couple of points on. You just can't buy a lot of it because of the price of the stock. The trend is your friend. If the NASDAQ gets into green territory and starts rallying again, it's going to be the same names that have been. What are you doing with Faber? Me? With SABR? Dude, I'm, I'm at seven and a quarter and I'm just averaging down. It's it's an, a long term airline play right now. So I should just cut my losses at this point and get out of well, that. If you're looking for it to pop short term, it's only going to pop with the airlines going up. Which well, means it's up. I'm getting out of that. That means on a backseat headline, it'll pop. I'm not in that stock anymore. I got I out of that company. Time. I made a quick buck on that in a swing trade. I should have kept it at that. I'm yeah, so what I like what I like a lot better than Sabre is booking. I've talked about it before. Even yesterday, that stock was down at one point like 30 points and it close and it closed up. I'm gonna have to look at that. I've never owned it, but one of the mutual funds I own has a decent sized position. So all it's right. Really well, sleeper of a company, but Booking. For a trade of the day, AMD is my name. As You're far buying as. it? I'm going to try to. If uh, not. NASDAQ futures in the positive. I, you know, I think based on what's been going on the last few days, if NASDAQ wants to go positive, I know I just talked about Pinterest. I'll be looking at them. But also Penn. I mean, we talked about it the last few days. It looks like it might have bottomed out two days ago. Yesterday, it had a really, really strong day. And I'd love to see it quickly get back into the green if the NASDAQ wants to open into positive territory, because I think that stock might be going way higher. So, Penn. And we got sports starting up again, which will help. Nice. And Mike? Yep. I'm looking at match. I'm going to see if that, and I also, I need to get back in Zillow. So I'm trying to find if it's down a little today. I, I need to get back in that hardcore. All right. Well, let's, let's get after it, guys. Yeah.